Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. Guess who? It is your trusted game master, Brian, welcoming you to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run-through. Episode 60. Episode 60. You know, I think I made a comment in this, this particular episode where I think the book is only 64 pages. We're basically going an episode per page, or so it seems anyways. But hopefully we, we just got a few more left. Please, please, be patient. Hold yourself steady steady we are almost there anyways i hope everybody is enjoying the run through i know we're still enjoying going through it but we're looking forward to the next ap blood lords check it out we are currently boning up on this thing right now and can't wait to get this thing out to you guys and we got a the hard slinger of your samwise didier joining the group as well so make sure you let all your friends and family know that he's joining the show full time that's right and if you do like what you're listening to please leave us that five star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on because like i always say it does and it has helped us out i think we're like number 162 of podcasts in sweden i didn't realize that the Dragon's Demand was a thing in Sweden. I can only imagine what we are in, like, the the Soviet blocks or someplace like, uh, I don't know. Well, what's, a, what's a wonky? Where, where are we at in Finland? That's what I want to know. Or maybe Mazatlan. I want to know if the, if the old Mayans are listening to us. Please let us know. i got to know these things. Inquiring minds want to know. Also, if you feel like helping out the show, and we would really appreciate it, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. Uh, any bit that you guys can send our way, it is awesome. I just can't wait to see what else we got in the store. And we are still getting prepped for our next Delta Green AP. So stay tuned for that as well. All right. The only thing left to do now is, you guessed it, warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the Heart 20 podcast presents episode 60 of the Dragon's Demand. Run through the Crypt of Tula. on something at work the other day and uh the name was caldwell i was like yeah baby <laughs> hell yeah hey what up bitch <laughs> damn <laughs> i'm right Come here on. hot out of the gate <laughs> you know your mic is live right <laughs> yeah hot mic hot mic uh, you're not on mute this time i was telling uh chris that dealing with agent rice and dealing with agent radke <laughs> Because because you're synonymous with Ramirez, it's, it's the same person. Ratke mm-hmm. Ramirez, it's the same individual. Yeah, <laughs> this is me. Yeah. Blurring of the lines, one hundred percent. Me when I'm like twenty five years old, back in the day. Hey, there, there you go, Junior. Oh hell yeah! Oh, they almost look similar. Yeah, I see yep. that. Would she win? For the people at home, uh, what, Chris what was- is holding up a woman with a medal. My wife ran, this was just like 15 years ago, the whole Disney marathon. Oh, man. It, it runs through the entire park. That's world or land? Land. Legit. West Coast. And, yep. West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> that's Bloods, not Crips. <laughs> Wait, it, don't they do it like this? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot you through the mic. Yeah, so how's the everyone- Latin Kings. Yeah, how's everyone been since we last uh, got together and did our roll 
barely know who you people are anymore. I know, right? It's good. I've been brushing up on my 5e, like I was telling Brian. I've been brushing up on my 5e, getting my five my 5e fix, I should say, playing Solasta. Uh, I actually really um okay. Um uh I was actually really appreciative about Solasta um because there's a few like uh amorphous rules and i cannot think of anything specifically right now but uh that because you're dealing with an engine that takes care of all the mechanics and all the rules winds up being much much more cleaner than you know this than than us grunting it out (laughs) you know carrying the one and Mm -hmm. rounding up Carry one. <laughs> oh, the leg! Get the get me to the chopper. Juanito, no. Well, in an I mean, effort to I'm not, my promote... legs, no. Ramirez, get me to the win. Yes. In an effort to not promote anybody that doesn't give us any promotion back, let's uh, let's not talk about any other games, except for maybe we'll talk about the movie Predator because I love that movie. But let's uh let's start what we're doing right now. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. 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 Episode 60 of our Dragon's Demand run-through, and I believe that this Dragon's Demand book is only 64 pages, so we basically did <laughs> almost one episode per page. Reasons so we're on the right track. you want to. We're, Quality we're, roleplay, baby. We're still ahead of the curve, you know? So that means this is the last episode, right? That's right. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up right now. Everybody, roll for initiative. No, we don't even need to roll for initiative <laughs> because you guys are still in initiative. I'm not even gonna give a recap. Does anybody need a recap? Uh, we're dealing with a gibbering pile of ooze. The way that's right. Lots of teeth. Got a lot of mouths. We're in front of the crypt of what, Brian? Crypt of Tula. Tula. So when we last left off, Tommy, you are currently grappled by this creature. You're in one of its mouths being dragged closer. You're currently five feet away. Not this turn, but next turn, you will be engulfed by this thing. What would you like to do? Oh, and by the way, on Dempsey's last turn, he did give you aid, which basically gives you advantage to your next, to this turn right now. So you need advantage. to do your, Yeah, so you, obviously you'll be rolling twice, take the higher of the two rolls, but you need to break free of this grapple. This turn? Right now. As right the clock, now. As the clock ticks, <laughs> right now. Yes, this is you. Oh, you failed. Roll again. Oh, you failed again. Okay, here you go. New character for you. You get to play. <laughs> Who else do we have out there? <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. You're dead to me now. Yeah, so, do it. All right, so I need to make a deck save. No, you need to make no. a strength save. Or a strength. Strength. Dude, and he's so weak, too. You got well, this. He's, he's resisting a grapple, right? He's so grappled right now. Yeah. So it can either be athletics or acrobatics, your choice. So... Do I get the, is is my advantage on attack rolls only though? Or is it for saving as well? He's giving you the aid to get free of the mouth right now. It's got nothing to do with attacks or anything else. It's just for okay. the, for the courtesy. He's got his hands doing, right up underneath yeah, your little, you right know, now. halfling. Noob, just. Okay. So I will roll an acrobatics check 
with advantage. And that, my friends, is going to be a 17. You break free of this mouth. And you just... So you are currently free. You have a move action left if you want. Going to disengage. Okay. That puts you five feet away from it. Yes. Okay. I'm done. Validir. You are currently grappled as well. All right. We're doing athletics. Okay. Come on, baby. 19. Big money. Break free from yours as well. Would you like to take the a move action? Like to move away, maybe? Try to I disengage as well. Uh, I don't want to be your full movement. Uh, no, not full movement. I'll just disengage and be 10 feet away from it. Warren, you feel this hand on your shoulder mm-hmm. as he, this stranger pours something in your eyes mm-hmm. and your vision begins to come back and you look into the face of Heinrich. Start, I'm startled for a moment and then have a little bit of a, well, thank you, I think. Um, seeing that my uh, companions are still dealing with this entity, whatever it is, I'm just going to kind of sidestep past Heinrich and um, unleash an Eldritch Blast on it. Okay. And you're actually right next to the door, too. But yes. the door is still closed. And so that's where he came up when he came. Okay, go ahead and make your Eldritch Blast. So that's an 18 to hit. That's going to miss. That's going to miss? That's going to miss. Oh. Okay. Um, if there is an immediate spot that where I can move to get a better angle for next round, I will do so. Otherwise, I'm going to stay where it's I am. It's basically line of sight. I mean, mm-hmm. no, no angle is going to be any better than the next unless you just want to move for flavor or seek possible cover behind the, the mound itself. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, that's not a terrible idea. Okay. So, yeah, if I can move to a spot that's got cover, like half cover, that would be great. Okay. Yeah, that'll put you... Uh, kind of describe this. You've got the, the skeletal remains of this large black dragon in the western portion of this, this clearing. You figure, uh, And the mound itself is to the northeast by about mm-hmm. 20 feet away from it. So mm-hmm. if you were to go more to the east and north, you would circumvent slightly around that mound and give yourself some cover. Okay. Unfortunately for the other three, including Heinrich, they're all still relatively close to this entity. And so he has four individuals to go after. So I'm just going to... Dempsey. Yes. Yes. Hello, Dempsey. Bring it, motherfucker. You see it Try to get you with its mouth. Gotta remember everything this thing used to do again. Holy crap. With a 19 on the die. That's gonna hit. That's probably going to hit. You're also gonna wanna make a uh, an athletics check on this or be knocked prone. 
That is a uh, 15, hmm. 15 hmm. points of damage, but you manage to stay on your feet, but you are grappled as well. Okay. With its other attack, it tries to spit in Heinrich's eyes. Did you say 15 points of damage on Dempsey? I did. Oof. And oh, it's... I... Actually, he has to make a... Uh, a con save. And he fails. <laughs> That's a hard 20, baby. That's him. So he takes four points of damage and he will be blinded for four rounds as well until he makes the con save on his next turn. Dempsey. Wait, was that me that you asked me to do the con save or him? I'm sorry. No. Did uh, I just Heinrich. jumped the gun. I'm sorry. I know. You were so excited about him <laughs> getting it. Uh, I cut that up. Damn it. I just wasted my 20, though. Dempsey, your turn. All right. So he's grappled, right? No. You uh, you saved. Oh, no. You saved getting knocked down. You do have to make this, the grapple save. Okay. So what is the... Uh, it's a strength? Uh, it's either athletics or acrobatics, whatever you want to use. It's strength-based, though. Uh, can I rage before I take it? I think he's just seeing everybody's getting attacked. Were you already raging? I did not rage before this. You can yeah, say no. I don't, I don't see why you couldn't rage. I mean, oh. I don't know if there's something that inhibits you from entering a rage, but I think being being chewed on by something might cause you to be enraged. How's uh, 18 feel? Oh, that 19. feels pretty good, yeah. Okay, okay, so you break free of this mouth. All right. Does that cost me my action? Yes, but not your move. Okay. So he's, you know, he sees uh, sees Father Hammerbane get out, and he's trying to help him. And he sees Valadier come out, and he's like, turns. He sees Heinrich. He's like, Gra Grandpa, what are you doing here? Get back, everyone, get back! And he's gonna move away from this thing. My vision is all all gone at the point. I need assistance. Is it still inside of the mouth of whatever the thing was? No, it's big? oozed its way out to actually deal with everybody. I think Dempsey's going to kind of circle around maybe 10 feet and maybe try. He's like kind of like, here, come. He's trying to uh, get it to come to himself. Now, it Without sees you perfectly with all of its eyes, mm -hmm. which is why you can't can't flank this thing. Okay. So it's, it's not going to be taken by surprise in any way. So Heinrich needs to make his save. Shooter. 18 on the die that actually saves. So. I'd be a little terrified if it didn't. Yeah. He's a ringer. You see him kind of blink it out of his eyes. He takes the residual of that vial that he had dumped in Warren's eyes and just kind of spritzing it in his own eyes as he starts moving away and actually goes around the mound to where Warren was at as well, vacating the entryway into the crypt of Tula. Father Hammerbane. I'm gonna let loose with a guiding bolt. The muscle-based guiding bolt. Yeah, so let me get my metamucil from my pouch. That is going to be a 20 uh, to hit. That hits. Oh, good. Very good. 
damage is 5d6 for 18 points of damage. Oh. And that's radiant damage, too. For those of you kids at home. But it's still alive. Did you want to move or do anything? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna move back uh, twenty feet. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna head towards. Or how far is Dempsey from me? Right now, I'm gonna say he's probably about fifteen feet away, but around the body of this creature. All right, I'm gonna move more towards the the door. Okay, Matt, this will probably help. Like, imagine this this globless, grotesque creature. You're at. 10 o'clock of this thing Dempsey is at 7 o'clock the door to Tula's tomb is at 2 o'clock Valadir is at 3 o'clock okay I'm gonna stay at my 10 o'clock but move back 20 feet okay and that'll put you more between the skeletal remains like the body of the the dragon and the mound but further away from the mouth of it okay Valadir Right in front of this thing. Right in front. Right Valadir. in front. Valadir. Go ahead and make a dex save for me. Uh, to the ooze. That's the one. That's Go a one. I die. Nice. Tonight. All right. Perfect. Fuck you guys. So, Session's over. I'm out. You're going to end up taking two points of bludgeoning damage, and okay. you're going to be knocked prone as the earth underneath you starts to tremble. Okay. It can't be knocked prone. But it does seem to take that damage. What spell is it? Earth Tremor. Nice. And I'm going to move 10 feet back. Okay. Did you disengage the first time? Yes. Okay. Warren. So with advantage to hit this from the Radiant Bolts, that is a 20 to hit. Not that will hit. Natural 20. Okay. Awesome. Dirty 20. <laughs> Dirty 20. <laughs> so that is eight points of force damage and an additional two points of fire damage. And that actually annihilates it. Yeah. yeah. Sizzle down to the ground. Its teeth just kind of disassemble from its body. Its eyes darken over and it just kind of melts into the soft ooze ground that is around it. There it goes quiet except for everybody panting. After a moment I'll get up and everyone okay Heinrich are are you are you okay I can see one skin but I don't know how good I'll be I was just asked by the Baroness to make sure that you guys made it to Tula's crypt she was more concerned that maybe the four of you might abscond and leave us to our own devices I'm glad to see that her fears were misguided. And I appreciate that they were misguided, but I would have hoped before now that we have proven us to our, uh, proven the Baroness our word. I think uh, I need a rest. These old bones can't handle this type of combat. Dempsey just runs up. He's like standing there with his, uh, you know, his hands on his knees, kind of bent over after Somebody the rage. Get the father some choir boys. It'll be all right. Well, whatever, whatever we need to do. 
Just a short rest is all. I just need to catch my breath. Short rest will be fine. Dempsey like slaps uh, Heimrich on the back like, Grandpa, what are, what, what are you doing here? I just explained it to your friend here. With your deaf as well as naked. Get your dirty paws off of me. He starts pulling his pants back on. Oh. <laughs> Is that what happens after a rage? <laughs> yeah, right. It was raging, you know. I'm going to enter and engorge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think you do see the muscles start to come down from the rage, and he's just he's like looking at the door, but he's he's like ready to keep moving. But you know, if you guys want to sit down, he'll you know eat a ration or something. Well, tell me what you guys would like to do. Yep, we can take a short rest. Yep. Um, do, we need, do we need a short rest? I'm like, I have fifty percent on my hit points. Okay. Short rest, please. Okay. Um, I take this short rest up. While they're taking a short rest, I am going to examine this door. We have the key, right? That was yes, open. you do. I just had one quick thing to add. Whoever's taking uh, rolling hit dice for their mm-hmm. short rest, I'll be playing music as part of my short rest. So you guys will actually get an additional 1d6 to roll for. Ooh. Let's see what is it called song of rest what is this song you intend to sing valadir valadir the wild let's hear valadir the wild i don't have a song <laughs> rolling stones better start singing one or they don't get it i mean all right what, what's valadir's style of music he's a little bit of everything a little bit of country a little bit, a little of, rock bit of rock and roll, and roll. <laughs> have you guys well, seen before any of those you begin before? to serenade these slobs where are you guys planning on taking your short rest first? Honestly, probably just on the steps right here. Yep. Okay. okay. So as you guys nestle on in, yeah. Valadir. Hush, little Camelbang, <laughs> don't you cry. Papa Valadir's going to give you a ride. <laughs> oh, this is good. Oh, oh, this my. went Catholic quick. Wow. <laughs> See Dempsey start taking his magical, shirt off. D6 don't roll. Hold on. That I think I know this song. Touch of a soul. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I know this song. <laughs> Heinrich's like crying, lone tear. My, my father used to sing it to me when he come home from the tavern at night. So, an hour later. Go ahead and roll. Well, you guys already roll up your HP. Yep. Um what would you guys like to do now? We already unlocked the door, right? So we just gotta go. That's why. Uh, did Warren? Did you unlock the door yet? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is, okay. Is like, look at opening the door because uh, with the key that we had received. Alrighty. So yeah. So the door opens onto a pitch black, five foot wide hallway mm-hmm. that's comprised of stone steps that descend down for about sixty feet before stopping at another door. I think. Dempsey will pull out a torch, and as has become the routine, he kind of looks at uh, Warren. He's like, "Mr. Magic, could you help me, please?" <laughs> and he holds it out at like arm arm length, still a little bit scared of the magic. I will uh, take a moment. Oh, by the way, like as we went in, is is Heinrich coming with us? He hasn't made any effort to go down the steps yet. Okay, 
Um, as we go down, then, um, I will turn to him and say, you can either come with us or you can go back and tell your mistress that we are diving into the tomb here. He looks at the four of you and says, I'll inform the Baroness that you are on mission from Belheim and me. Thank you very much. And he turns and he actually starts heading back into the brush and you're assuming making his way back to town. I'll call out to him as he's leaving. Um, you be careful on your way back. Some of, we did see some of his spies. I saw them as well. And uh, going down. Um, yeah, you we, lit off his torch so you could hear the, the crackling of this wood and you start making mm -hmm. your way down. As you do make your way down the hallway, you start hearing like whispers coming from all about you, even from the direction you guys are heading and just undiscernible, soft whispering, conspiratorial whisperings. Oh, there's people alive in here. Hello? I don't know if I would call them alive. Another um, creep show. Lovely. Coming up to the door, uh, I will see if there is anything um, magic about it with a 17 on an arcana roll. You don't see anything arcane about it, but it mm -hmm. is locked. Or it does have a lock, I should say. Has oh. a lock in it. Is locked. It has a lock on it. Do We have a key, right? Yeah. The, what's the corner gave us the keys, right? From the Sunset House? No. That's why you're supposed to take notes. I'm sorry. Just the gnome. Bassy gave you the key. Bassy. I don't think she was a gnome, but yeah, Bassy. She was a gnome. All right. Um, if Dempsey can take the keys, he'll try to unlock the door. Dempsey, yep. go steady, my boy. I sense great evil here. From the Cylon. <laughs> your, your mic just totally crackled. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a Cylon. <laughs> Take the key from the seat. So you unlock the door? Yeah, not afraid. Okay. He'll open the door. Okay. Through the flickering of your torchlight and all of you that have dark vision, you see that this door opens onto an unusual fork in a hallway. You see to your right that the hallway curves up and to the right out of view, leading towards the northeast. And you see that to your left, the hallway curves up and to your left towards the northwest, up and out of view. You continue to hear these whispers emanating throughout the hallways. And not coming from either specific dire direction. Make a perception check. 15. Sounds like they're coming from both directions. Um, is there any difference that, oh, that's a three on a perception check. So uh, give me what you will, but Warren would be, I, I would be looking at if there's any indication of what might be in one direction versus the other. Is there like a change in the motif? Is there a change in like air pressure coming from one direction to the other? But again, keep in mind, I rolled a three. Yeah, no, the only thing you could tell uh, is that the air is cold and damp. It's like a tomb down here. Seems seems like a crypt. Imagine maybe. why. I think um, he's going to turn to the right and start moving. Okay, so you want to go to the northeast then. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, the hallway can 
curves away from its starting point, heading towards the northeast for about 100 feet and ends in a door. On this door is embossed with bronze letters that read Tula Belhaim, Baroness and Leader of the Slayers of Nazili. Nazili is... Do I happen to know what that name is? They were the name given to the Dragon Slayers of old. Mm. Whether it referred to a group or to a locale was always speculation. Even during your time. Interesting. Could have been possibly a secret sect. I would say out of respect, maybe you should open the door. She's uh, one of your people, but if this thing is trapped, it'd be better if it went off on me, right? Uh, if you have no objection. He's like, just kind of takes a deep breath and like steals himself, and he's going to see, is the door locked? It is not locked. So he'll push the door open. You see the door opens onto a circular room. It's 25 feet in diameter with a spiral staircase in the center of it made of iron that descends into the floor. This looks oddly familiar. Nothing else in the room, just the... Uh, That's it. Just, just a staircase. spiral staircase. The entire wall, like the circular wall, is just cut out stone with the exception of the doorway that you've gone through. And what are the dimensions of this room? 25 feet in diameter. Figure that the stairwell itself occupies maybe a little bit wider than five feet in diameter as it spirals down. Do you guys want to check the left side before we start heading to a different level? Yeah, my other concern is why is there such a large room for a simple staircase? Freaking dwarves. No disrespect. None taken. <laughs> What do you guys think, Valadir, Father Hammerbane? I just feel uneasy, Dempsey. I feel uneasy about this whole place. Anybody got a brand muffin? He's like smoking a cigar. Like, <laughs> place is rough. <laughs> it's quite unusual that they have just stairway down. Typically, you see a door like this with somebody's name on it. You didn't see a casket behind it. Agreed. Um, I do have a feeling that the answers that we seek are going to be down here, but if you would feel more comfortable, we can check the other directions first. We can go down. We'll just do left, right. All okay. the good stuff's probably on the left. But Yeah, so Debs, he'll start leading the way down the, down the stairwell. Okay. okay. You start this descent, and it's cold. It gets colder as you start getting lower and lower into the earth. And it goes down for about 50 feet. And then you find yourselves in another circular room, the same dimensions as the one above, 25 feet in diameter. The floor itself is chalky and dry. And there's a door in the western curve of the room. All right. Quick perception check just to see if there's anything we're missing, maybe. Give it to me. That's a 10. A 10? No, room appears to be what it is. 
And I'm sorry, one one more time. Can you repeat the dimensions of the room? It's 25 feet in diameter. So it's just like the room above? Exactly. Exact dimensions. Only there is a door against the western curve of this room. Okay. The doorway doesn't say Tula's the Slayer of Dragons Part 2, does it? Doesn't say. <laughs> it's completely devoid of, of anything. Is the door locked? What do you do to discover this? Um, so he'll touch the handle and see, does it budge? So it budges. Back and forth. Yeah. Well, budges. Yeah. So he looks at the other guys. He's like, it's been too long since we've had an encounter. So stay back or something's about to happen. But really, he is like the, the paranoia is starting. So he's like, he, he just opens it with the torch kind of leading the way to be ready for whatever. Okay. It opens onto a 20-foot-long corridor. You notice that this floor, though, is not dry and chalky, but it actually has a little bit of moisture on it. Mm. And against the far western wall at the end of this corridor is another door. He just kind of looks over his shoulder and starts walking down the corridor. Do keep your eyes out, Dempsey. Can we can we tell like what the nature of the moisture here is? Is it just like an ambient humidity? Is it does it seem to be leaking from somewhere? Uh, go ahead and make an uh, I want to say like a nature check or an intelligence check. Okay. Uh, your, you'd probably be better off with the intelligence on that one. That is a hard twenty. Yeah. yeah. Right. It looks like that. it's probably water rising up from that bog that half mm -hmm. that skeletal dragon was submerged in. At some point, you guys are probably getting into the water table of this area. Okay. So, like, the rooms that we were behind, which were much drier, did they had, like, completely encased stone walls? Yes. Okay. But they were also, like, 50 feet Higher. above you, too. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, I'll tell Dempsey, just be careful, but but be cautious. Remember, we are in a bog. I can only imagine how well this tomb has held up against it over a couple of centuries. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and the floor is solid, as far as we can tell. It's not like a pit over a bunch of boiling oil or something. It's just the way that my mind works, Brian. <laughs> How do you want me to answer that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, he'll walk it's a out. Ultra, it's a drop. Yeah. Illusion, Michael. <laughs> um, so he's going to walk up to the door. Okay. You walk up to the door. Walk your 20 feet across the hallway to the door. Is there any writing on this door? No. All right. Same as before. He's going to reach out and touch the handle. And then he's going to try to open it again cautiously and lead the way with the torch if it if it'll do that. Yeah, it swings open. And you see that it opens onto a large ovioid room. It's 50 feet across from the door where you're standing to the far west wall. And from north to south is 35 feet. You see the ceiling is just covered in this vibrant fresco of armored soldiers fighting a host of dragons with a blonde woman of noble mien at the center, rallying troops with her sword. You see against the far west wall, 
is a skull of a large dragon with its horns still attached to its bony structure. And in the center of the room, you see concentric stone steps that lead to a lone, very ornate sarcophagi. Mm. So he'll, Dempsey will kind of wait until everybody gets close. He's like, you guys want to get a look at this one? Look at this paintings. Absolutely, this is where they put the effort in. And uh, maybe he steps into the room um, like five foot in and then five foot over so the other guys can kind of enter and get a a good eyeball of what we're looking at here. Uh, I'll go ahead and step in and step to the side as well, taking it all in. Um, Can I tell the nature of the dragon skull on the far wall? Go ahead and make a uh, nature check. Uh, that is not a hard 20. That is a total of an 18. 18? It looks like it might be the skull of a black dragon. So it's got, like, the kind of, like, wide, like, swooping horns down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I Um, mentioned that the horns are still attached as well, but it does have that that Ram-esque look to the horns. mm Mm-hmm. Well, actually, she was still alive before Warren got stuck in the ring, so I guess he wouldn't know. Do I have any idea that this might be the skull of a Tepperax? You probably wouldn't know. Okay. Just because of the time era difference. Yeah. And it, and there's no indication of it in the tomb. No, not there's the other than the ceiling of its mural. Mm-hmm. Uh you do see like I said you see these warriors fighting hordes of dragons and you see this blonde warrior-esque woman. It looks like she's fighting some large dragon. It could possibly be that, but it mm. doesn't have a name tag. You know, hello, I'm a Tipperax. May I help you? You know, it doesn't have anything like that on his on his lapel there. The Belhaim Best Buy. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wants to circle around the room and um, take in all the arts or whatever they have in the in this one particular room. Okay. And see if you could piece like together of like the storyline if they left like a story of you know how the dragon came and how she ended up defeating him and it's just a it's a large mural it's doesn't really depict a uh, a play-by-play historical event that led to the fall of these dragons but why don't you go ahead and make a uh, an investigation Do-do-do. damn it not my best. 18. 18. You get the feeling that as it goes from left to right, you can see how the dragons appear to be a multitude with fewer people. But then as it goes from left to right, from you know from west to east, you see the people begin to outnumber the dragons in the sky. And then eventually you just see the people standing proud as it goes across. And once I, you know, as I said before, you see this blonde woman standing in the middle of this mural with this lone dragon in the air wings kind of like coming in as though it's coming in for a swoop but it, you're not really sure if it's coming in or being blown back it's hard to depict because the the way the wings are curved under its body that it's hard to see if it's coming down as a predator animal or being blown back by something but you just see her valiantly standing there with a she weapon hold, in her hand. 
is she holding? I was gonna say, what kind of weapon is she holding? Looks like she's holding a, a particular kind of sword. Hmm. Dempsey just gives one of those. You know, like seeing something this beautiful is uh different for him. Well, and also the the sheer scale of like history here. He's like, look at the pro-human propaganda on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. mm, they try to make it look like badass. Um, do you want to do anything, Father? Lads, this could be some foreshadowing of what we're expected to encounter here soon. Looking over here, it appears that humans have taken reign over these flying creatures. Perhaps what we have experienced have been experiencing lately is the second coming of the dragons. We should be wary and on our guard. Lads. I think that is actually an excellent point. I think uh, Dempsey is like snapping his neck and he's doing that thing where you grab your elbow and like pull it across because he feels like at any point something's going to happen and he's going to start walking up the steps to get to the sarcophagus. Before he gets there, uh, uh, I'll actually reach forward and put a hand on his shoulder and... um, I'm going to just very cautiously move to like the first step, look at it, and I'm just going to like really kind of take a little bit of time and go through and see if there's any like hidden arcane inscriptions that might um, create like some sort of uh, trap um, or anything like that, or any kind of uh, arcane inscription that looks like it might contain, be some sort of like protective magic to contain something. Okay. Um, and that is a an 18. 18? Mm-hmm. As you look over this beautiful gold sarcophagi, so ornate with, with sunbursts and stars and moons, you see unicorns and, and stags and all kinds of beautiful, intricately carved out of this, this piece of metal obviously you see a lid on it too you don't detect anything abnormal about it nothing are possessed by arcana but you do hear oh, a voice shit. in fact everybody in the room hears this voice it's a soft voice soothing but it sounds as though it's very authoritative and who might this be a new generation of dragon slayers Sent to gather my treasures. Um, do I recognize the voice? It's a female. Okay. It's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll look back at the others and just kind of, without saying anything, just do a like, huh? does anybody want to respond? Same thing. Take a quick look at Valadir and uh, Father Hammerbane. Don't don't look at me. <laughs> I'll shake my head, turn back around to it, and I will say, uh, I am Warren Belheim, cousin to Tula Belheim, and I am here to help save the town of Belheim from a threat that appears to be from an old enemy of my cousin. I know the name Belheim as I once owned it aeons ago. 
but I know not any cousins or any familiar family from those old days. So please explain to me what reason you would need to plunder my rest. We only seek one item to defend the town named after you. And if it is your will, it will be returned when that is completed. And what would you need this item for? There is a threat which has dubbed itself Eteparax, a name which, if you are who I think you might be, you are familiar with. Eteparax, you say? I, uh, I highly disbelieve that. I had laid that wretch down while in my life. But if you believe you require such instruments of demise, then I would first ask a favor that would prove your worth to me. My husband's spirit is unquiet in his tomb. He lingers out of guilt for my death. If you would vanquish his shade and return to me with his wedding band, I shall grant you my blessing to take up arms from this crypt. Sense motive. Go ahead. Do we have that in this? Inside. Yeah, I rolled a two. He has no idea. Um, I... So what'd you say to me, Valadir? <laughs> He's I just like dragon slayers. Yeah. Uh, 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 what Mr. Magic said. Yes, we're here to kill things. I got a seventeen on an insight, and that was through your insight check, correct? Yes. Now it doesn't seem to be a trick at all, but it does sound as though it's an ultimatum. You want her stuff? Bring her husband's wedding band. Quick pro quo. <laughs> Please, Clarice. <laughs> a little and bit of quid pro pro. That is incidental. And he, he is currently in this tomb as well, in another part, correct? That is correct. Very he well. had hoped to be buried alongside me, but after his foul deeds, I made sure that he would not be buried alongside me. And although I died prior to him my house made sure that he was buried elsewhere understandable <laughs> marriage issues <laughs> <laughs> sorry you had the marriage issues this is more like eternal you sleep in other room <laughs> he's sleeping on the couch so tell me what give me your play by play proceed back to the other fork in the road that we yeah and we'll just keep yeah. the same march in order dempsey in front with the torch back to the where it was left to right when we first came in okay so you guys make your way back up the spiral staircase back to the upper circular room travel that one corridor back to the main entrance where it forked off and you begin to make your way into the northwest hallway you see it goes for a hundred feet just the same as the other side did. At the end of this hallway, you see a stone door and embossed in bronze letters reads Arturic husband. Did the other door say wife? No. That's weird that they would separate them like that with that sort of like naming. Mm, I would have to assume that that was 
it's done because she was essentially the kind of like figurehead She's of like the, the breadwinner. She was the badass, yeah. Bringing the bacon home, baby. He was just a trophy husband. <laughs> if we go back to that mural, you're going to see some really handsome dude in the side with like a apron, but no shirt underneath. <laughs> nice. Warren, um, make a history check. Uh, okay. Uh, that came out to a 16. 16? Mm-hmm. You remember from hearing the stories that Arturic was actually one of her lieutenants of the Slayers mm. that she ended up marrying. A little bit of nepotism there. Yeah, as yeah. the uh, as the story kind of plays out from what you could remember, um, they stopped getting along after a while, shortly after she had three children, and they all died in sync. Jesus. Not in the sink, but like one after another oh, after another. Listening to a horrible NSYNC. bath. Yeah, she started uh, pulling away, and that's that's all you could really remember of that. Her Christmas album was pretty horrible. Damn, Dempsey. Please, <laughs> we're in a tomb. Just just curse him. Don't say why. Just say that he's yeah, cursed. Now. Everything's anyway. disadvantage. Okay just taking a moment to like listen and then um i will take a uh also check around the door for like arcane inscriptions any signs of there being like a magic trap of sorts uh that is a 20 on arcana and a <laughs> six on perception we'll address the first one you don't detect anything abnormal with the door nothing giving off any type of vibes mm -hmm. so okay all right dempsey will reach out and grab the handle and he just kind of like gives warren the look of like you you want to be standing right like here here <laughs> okay then i'll step back all right so he'll go ahead and pull pull on the handle door opens on to a circular room it's 25 feet in diameter with a spiral staircase made of iron descending down into the ground. Almost a mirror image of what you guys saw on the eastern side of the crypt. It all seems so familiar. And again, I feel like he's getting that, like, you know, false sense of uh, uh, confidence because he's like, it's not trapped. Like, they would have already had this place trapped. Let's go. Were you going to say something, Valerie? No. Um, it, yeah, he will approach the staircase and start heading down. Okay. It goes down for about 50 feet, same as the one before. And you find yourselves in another circular room of the same dimensions as the one above, 25 feet in diameter. Only this floor is covered in about two inches of near freezing water. You see that there is a door in the eastern curve of this room. This is very strange. This has got to be some magic mumbo-jumbo, huh? Either that or this place was not made as sturdily and the bog has seeped in. Stinky water, Brian. What are we smelling? It's just really pugnant. But mm -hmm. it's so cold that it's it's probably not developing any type of algae. Evil. Say it, Father. This place reeks of death and evil. 
imagine as we're I walking, cold. Like we're just like crunching through the ice with our feet. No, it's not ice. It's just it's, it's ice cold. cold. Like it's it, it's like oh shit, that's cold. Don't feel like getting that. into the boots. Toes are hurting a little bit. Yes, let's let's move quickly. This is not the. It smells like places. wet rock because mm-hmm. even the walls are are damp. The floor has got two inches of of water. You see the the door in the eastern curve of the room. All right, let's. Uh, so no wonder why his soul's at at unrest. <laughs> she was the breadwinner. She got the better uh, digs. She, you know, she got the better half of this. Yeah, the half. Let's, you got to look at that divorce agreement. So he'll approach the door and give it a good look. Anything of note? Nope. Looks, I mean, almost identical. They probably went to Home Depot and got the same doors for the entire crypt because it looks get just a good like price that way. Other, so, yeah, well, you can nice. buy in bulk. So he'll reach out to the handle and attempt to pull it open. It actually pushes inwards, but it, it drags. No, he's pulling this shit. No, no. No, it ain't going to pull at all. That's <laughs> going to pull. Um, if you. But I'm going to need you to make a strength check to try to get this thing open as you try to push this thing against Dempsey, 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 my boy, please hold a moment. I reach my, I reach to touch uh, Dempsey's shoulder and I cast uh, guidance on him that gives him a, a D4 add to an ability check. So even with the, the D4. I rolled a natural one. Oh, <laughs> so you see his feet. He starts pushing on the door and his feet just go out from under him. And I think he just falls flat on his face into yeah, the water. Slide in on the <laughs> floor of this wet stone. And just like, you know, that feeling when you've done something really stupid and the only person you have to blame is yourself. He just slowly gets up and he like slicks his, the water off his face. And he's like, I appreciate that. Let me try it again. Kind of like slops his hands off the water, just flicking off. Dempsey, perhaps I give you aid. All right. Dempsey, let me let me help. I'll I'll just make a like a once over gesture and all like any anything that might be like uh, hanging in the water that's hanging on him. The extra water that like he's not actually standing. You actually went into the water. Okay. Uh, Why don't you make a a dex save on that torch of yours. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole a room in golf. I light a I light a candle. <laughs> the torch goes out, bathing the circular room in darkness. I have no problem with this. I'm like, oh wait, sorry, you can't see, can you? Not till next session. He can't. Ooh. That, that kind is weird. not not with zero perception. <laughs> Make a perception check. That's the end of the episode. That was good, Dad. Thank you for joining us once again on World of Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. 
And if you like what you're listening to, leave us that five-star rating and review. We also have a YouTube channel at World Hard 20, so if you're into watching, head on over and hit that subscribe bell. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next session... Keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.